Yo, welcome to episode number 13 of the Chickpea Powered Podcast, the podcast for vegan athletes and entrepreneurs who want to change the world. Man, is it awesome to have another awesome guest. I know I say awesome for every single guest, and I know it's probably my favorite word, but listen, today, without exception, we have Becky, a worldwide online wellness coach, so inspiring person to have on the show. She's got a lot to say when it comes to moving past adversity, creating a lifestyle that she deserves. Man, she created everything from scratch. Do you know how hard that is to do well she's gonna share exactly how she did it and how you could use her tips reverse engineer it to the next level and use it to empower yourself now she did not always lead a healthy lifestyle her family being Eastern European she eat a lot of cheese a lot of bread a lot of meat so she had to change habits that were developed over 24 years and that's a long time especially knowing the neuroplasticity of the brain which solidifies around 25 that takes a lot of courage a lot of determination to move past the 24 year mark of neuro programming and it again it took her years to adapt and she's continuing to work on it each day but there's no need to strive for perfection because it does not exist you have to strive for progress and that's what she lives by and that's what she's going to share with us today can't believe we have her on the show i don't know what to do with you man if you do not get some value out of this episode all rants aside just enjoy and go connect with becky Great. So the first question I'd like to shoot at you because I'm scrolling through your Instagram feed and all I'm seeing is like confidence, hundred percent, like vitality, confidence, assertiveness, success. And like the first question that comes to my mind is like, were you always like this? Were you always so, I don't know, out there, so inspiring for other people? Not at all. So I'll try to like make a long story short. (laughs) (laughs) because like I'm gonna take this back like so when I was like an adolescent so I was not confident I idolized my sister I thought she was perfect and I was like the ugly duckling and that's just like and then I went to high school and I got like lots of attention not always the right attention and it w- it kind of like backfired on me so like all girls started hating me because I would get attention from guys and like I basically had a point where all my friends just stopped being friends with me and I literally had nothing. I had nobody. All I had was books. So I, all I did was read. This is when I was like 15. Um, so 15, all I did was read. And then I started to journal. And I would like write everything out. Like I wasn't perfect. Like my friends stopped being friends with me. All, like it was a two-way thing. Like I wasn't the same person I was now. But when you're a kid, you're just kind of figuring out who you are and uh, make mistakes, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. So I had no friends. 15 I read and I would journal so I would write out everything that I was feeling every day uh, what I was going through and then I would go back and I would reread what I had written and I would like take notes on myself and be like you are lying to yourself here this wasn't real blah 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 and like I feel like that is when I I gained self-confidence because I actually started to understand who I was instead of just kind of mimicking what I saw you know when you're young you're trying to figure Mm -hmm. out who you are and you just kind of like, I mimicked my sister. I mimicked what I saw on TV. I mimicked my friends. And like, I didn't really have a sense of self. So like being in isolation and having nobody made me, gave me, not made me, but gave me the opportunity to understand who I was and actually really start to like myself. And like, that's when I started exercising uh, more frequently. And I gained confidence then, I would say. 
and then it was my confidence was geared towards my like towards school I did like well in school and fast forward to like four years ago I was actually going back to university to do a master's and then I lost my father and suddenly and it just kind of obviously shifted how I saw everything and my view on health he was an amazing the most amazing person on the planet sweet positive everything but he wasn't healthy so I wanted and that was the same time as when I met my boyfriend and my business partner and he was teaching me so much about health he was already um, a personal trainer and very much into health and he gave me all this knowledge and I felt like I'm like I want to I want to help people be with their loved ones longer like I can't change what happened to my dad like I can't go back in time but I can help people like I have that power and I want to use it so I gained more confidence let's say from like understanding what like my true purpose was uh, like through something so difficult like I could have easily uh, taken that that grief and like used it as an excuse as to, or like you know what I mean like as a like okay well mm-hmm. through this you know like uh, this is what happened to me so I'm going to take the easy way out and instead I mean I didn't realize it at the time I was just so inspired by like all the knowledge that I was uh, getting from my boyfriend and then from my own research and um I'm like I got like I got a little sad there. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, absolutely not. And to, like to talk about it, but it's positive for me to talk about it too. So yeah, so I gained confidence through my not through education. So I uh, through like educating myself and then and finding out like what my real why was like what's my purpose on this planet and like it's to make other people's lives even better, you know, and to make a difference. So I guess that's where my confidence comes from. Mm. I really admire (laughs) no that's a great answer and I really admire how you're able to just go in go right in from the start and just really express everything that that's gone for your life like your your father passed away the struggles you face in high school and there's so many questions I want to ask you now like journaling and maybe pinpointing one specifically actually journaling do you ever look back at your notes and like how how do you see yourself back then so yeah, I definitely have gone back. I even used to do this when I was like seven years old. I've actually found little like journals, uh, like a writing little notes. And I, I was actually really surprised at how developed my vocabulary was then. Um, <laughs> I, was always, I was always reading. And, uh, and again, I had an older sister. So I was always mimicking what she was doing. And she was very uh, like verbose. Is that the word I want to use? She was very like, very good with her words. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've gone back. I've read my, my journals and like, that's something that I use when I coach people is having them write a journal because like, it is the best way to understand yourself. Um, mm-hmm. that the, the question? What was the question again? So <laughs> like <laughs> taking it from there, like I was wondering, like looking back at your notes, is there anything like I personally look back at my notes two, four years ago and I'm like, wow, I wish I would have done that differently sometimes. And even though I know that everything I've done in the past leads to my success presently, I still feel I could have done a few things differently. So I was asking, like, what would you tell yourself back then when you just started drilling and analyzing those notes back then? Honestly, like, and and not in an egotistical way, I would have just been like, good for you, girl. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, you know what I mean? Like, this is what I know as a coach now and like through like doing so many courses and seminars, you know, like. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly like, uh, like if anything, I just see 
a different part of myself when I am able to, when I look back and I see that I did that without the knowledge that I have now of how beneficial it is, you know, like it makes me even more confident. Cause it's like, that was like an innate response. Like I did that innately, you know what I mean? Like something I didn't read anywhere to do that. It's just like what, that was my body's response. And, and it's just like, also I look at it and I'm like, that's what's natural. And like, I feel like our society is almost always, uh, like Western studies telling us to do all these the things that are actually the, the opposite of what is natural, like watch TV, play video games, do all these things that distract you from finding out who you are and then finding out what your why is, you know? So it's like going back, it, it makes me realize that when you do things in the most like, I don't want to say primal, but like most natural things that don't involve exterior um, influence, it's like mm. when you have the opportunity to really find yourself. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you would say that journaling is like one of the best ways to start that. 100%. Because like you can have so many thoughts and thoughts are so fleeting, you know, and it's on paper and you actually have to face it. And you, you know what I mean? You have to face your thoughts. Mm. And so is it just a matter of writing down your thoughts like a like a diary or do you have like a special like routine that you put yourself in say write down an affirmation a day oh okay so well back then it was just journaling like write out out all my feelings so like let's say if i'm coaching someone uh like for wellness coaching Mm -hmm. which is what i do i ask them to write down so many things i have like a whole list like they write down uh they they do yeah morning mantras and uh like daily like affirmations about like uh how they felt after they ate certain meals to try to understand like what's working for them to like I don't know I don't want to answer no no that was a great yeah it can be structured based depending on like what your goal is but it doesn't have to it depends right so if you're going for just like a self like understanding and growth it should just be free but if it's like purposeful like trying to understand like what's going on uh with your body and and your stress levels and maybe it should be a little more structured it depends on who you are too Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely i know when i first started it was very hard for me to write down my thoughts so i would just stick with say three words that i want to express during that day and it was oftentimes integrity curiosity and i think sacrifice and i would just stick to those words and repeat them over and over and slowly like maybe after a month i felt they were expressing themselves in different ways of course throughout my day so it's just interesting to see like different ways people journal and that was absolutely like awesome for you to share that i'd like to ask you right off the bat like going into your entrepreneurial world and i know you talked about what your purpose is and how it's linked to helping and inspiring people to live a better a better life a more healthier life and how exactly once you had that epiphany what was the first step you took towards that direction do you remember? Uh, so what's the first step that I took towards, uh, mm. like, my why, like, my entrepreneurship? Exactly. Was it, like, going directly, getting some clients? Was it getting some help? Get, was it getting some mentoring? What did you do? What did I do? So I, once I was ready, mm-hmm. so, uh, so after, okay, okay so when I was ready, I finished my, I had taken personal training courses and I passed them, but I had to do like a practical. So I did that so that I could help people. Because I thought like I needed the experience with her, like wellness coaching involved exercise and I needed the experience. 
in as like a, as a coach. My my partner was already a coach, so my first step was to finish my um my personal training courses. Mm-hmm. And then what else did I do? Um, did you were did clients come directly to you? Because for example. The reason why I'm asking that is because I know a lot of young entrepreneurs that either want to get in the fitness industry or want to start building their own business, but they don't know where to start because regardless of how good your idea is, if you don't have people supporting it, you're yeah. you're you're not going to make it. So I was wondering, did like clients oh. come to you or oh, did you go that? Did you... Mm-hmm. you have to. You have to have like all the confidence. You have to completely put yourself out there. No one's running to you to pay you. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely thought it was going to be so much easier than it was, but like, I, it was a positive thing that it was harder because like I needed to learn that I had to work. Like I just thought like, oh yeah, like everyone at this gym where I've been my whole life, because I've been, I, I had been at that time at the same gym since I was 14. So it was like 10 years. I'm like, yeah, I've been there for 10 years. Everyone knows me for sure. They're going to want to work with me. And I'm like, but no, they don't. Like they want to see that you can give people results. So what I did to start was I would train people like my friends and family for free and I would post pictures of their progress I would ask them to repost things on like oh that's like that's the biggest thing so number one you have to do things for free to start as an entrepreneur like Mm -hmm. you cannot expect people to just start paying you you have to be willing and like you should want to do it for free too because like it's it's only going to help your business and like the people that you're helping are going to want to to share this because you're doing them a favor also so yeah I do a lot of work for free and when people start to see results and I also like put myself into better shape as well because like after losing my dad I, I just ate emotionally um so got that got into shape got into like y- you're your best uh advertisement so uh-huh yeah it's like what you're like what you look like and what you look like to other people and uh yeah do work for free work for free I can't say that enough I can't have spoken to so many I have a great network of fellow entrepreneurs and they'll all tell you the same thing yeah absolutely. a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely relate to that guys if you're if you're listening to this that is the key and honestly like when i started i do social media marketing right now for vegan businesses like the first month i started out i was like okay i'm gonna go pitch this one thousand dollar deal package to everyone i know and of course, no one got it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do one month of work for free. And I was like sticking to one month. But now it's like three months and I'm still doing stuff for free. And it's, it's a process, right? You can't expect to jump right into like into the big deals, into the big clients. You have to slowly ease in. Exactly. And there's, there's value in it. You, you value yourself and your work so much more. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I wanted to ask you also, is there like something because definitely like you mentioned your the when your dad passed away it was definitely a big a big turning point for yourself and definitely a struggle is that still driving you right now is that still fuel to the fire 100 percent. every day i think about my dad and like he was also my biggest supporter when it came to anything fitness like he would like since i was a kid he would take me to the park and play sports this uh, other at the gym uh we would go together to the gym all the time he was like my gym buddy every time I would come back from the gym this is before I did bodybuilding mm-hmm. um and we'd be like we'd show each other like like let's say like our shoulders or our back you know what I mean like like our muscles like so <laughs> uh, 
that was like our thing. So even every time that like I get to the gym, every time I wake up, I'll be saying with my dad. Like every time like I'm I'm doing anything that is part like makes me the happiest, which is a lot of the time exercise and food. <laughs> I'm thinking of him. He's always my my fuel and like something actually like right before he passed away, I have this memory of like standing in front of the door into our, like we're about to go into the house. Like he had picked me up from somewhere and he was saying something like, I know it's, you're in your twenties and like, it's fun. Everything's fun. Like it's so easy and whatever. It's like, if, it's, if I can tell you one thing that I learned from my twenties is like, even though it's fun, like you need to be working. Like if you want to enjoy the rest of your life, like, he's like I'm, I can, he's like, I have to wait till now, till I'm 60-something to be enjoying my life when I could have enjoyed it so much earlier if I had just worked harder when I was younger. He's like, work harder when you're younger. And, like, mm. I, that's exactly what I <laughs> that's, that's That's really great for you to share that. And I think... Just being Hello? young, just being surrounded by people that are just chilling out there, partying every day, do you still do you still feel you're surrounded by people like that, and how do you cope with it? No, oh, no, no, no. So, <laughs> um, I actually did all of my partying up until like literally right when I lost my dad, and like I enjoyed all of it. I don't regret any of it. It like uh-huh. was all my fun time. Like I went to Vegas with my friends. I did <laughs> like I did. I went. I literally feel like I did all the fun things that you do when you're young and single. And like I don't ever feel like I missed out on anything. And I had a group of friends, the same ones that I stopped being friends with in high school. And we were friends again as of age 19. And we were friends up until about like a year ago when I started becoming health. I don't want to say healthier, but when I changed my lifestyle, it was different. Like I'm everything I did was so different to them. And like, I didn't feel supported. Like I felt more like mostly judged about what I was doing mm-hmm. and it just separated us even further. Even if they told me like, no, we're not judging you. We want to do like all those things that you're doing. Uh, like if you're meal prepping, we want to sit there with you. But like it was, it didn't feel like that when I'd be with them and I'd have to come with my prepared meals. Like it was like, Oh, you're having that. Anyways, I don't want to go into too much detail. If, mm-hmm. if and when people have a reaction towards you, it's always a reflection about how they're feeling. So uh, it was really hard for me to separate myself, but I realized like every relationship that you have should be bringing you something positive. Like it should be adding to your life. Like life is too short to be around anyone that doesn't add to your, to your life. So I realized there's no adding here right now. Like maybe one day in the future when they're at a different point in their life mentally and uh, like how they see health and whatever, like maybe we'll come together again. But at that point I realized and they're not supporting my goal and my dream. So it's just not the right thing. So I kind of, let let, let them go. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And I think, I think it's really out there now that you're essentially with some of the five people you see most. And it's absolutely relevant the the way you, you talk about if you have to surround yourself by people who support you and make you your greatest version. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and but except I feel I'm also listening to advice and people are saying that oftentimes if you're struggling with someone else you have to look at yourself first 
And I'm wondering, where do you draw the line between dissing, distancing yourself from someone and changing yourself to adapt to that person? So if you can, if, if, if the change, if you feel you need to change, if that change that you're going to make, like be better with that other person is a positive change, then that's where you should change. Like me and my boyfriend, and he's also my business partner, are so different. Mm-hmm. in a good way and like sometimes like he, he shows me like like I used to be someone that like I'm I was always afraid of change anything that was like different and like out of the plan like uh, it made me anxious and he's the opposite he seizes the opportunities in those changes and like that is where there's a positive change because especially in business like if something didn't go a certain way and I would freak out and be like oh you have to see it as an opportunity like you have to look at it like that and, like I slowly started to adopt that like mantra and that way of being, and like that to me, that's a like a example of like a positive change being around someone who's different from you but inspires you to be better. So, mm. yeah, absolutely, and I think it also relates to the fact that you both have similar missions of inspiring people, and it's a mission that is greater than yourself. So, whenever you enter in conflict, I believe it kind of dissipates to something greater that you're projecting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I think I'd love to do a part two with you, man. You brought so much value. I mean, you dove right into it. You talked a lot. I think it was a lot more than advice. It was, it was more of, a, of an emotional, meaningful connection. And I really enjoyed what you got to the table. Yay, thank you. <laughs> Is there any way that people can connect with you? For sure. So through social through Instagram uh, at coach Becky underscore OT. So private message me anytime or on Facebook, but I'm on Instagram a lot more. So like you could always Facebook message me, but, uh, and my Facebook page will have a business page and a personal page. Facebook uh, personal is Becky OT and my company page is organic transformation. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Becky, for coming on. It's my pleasure. Man, if you made it all the way to the end of this episode, you are real. Thank you for being part of the Chippy Power community. And listen, if you've enjoyed what Becky has brought to the table, which is a lot, a lot of information, be sure to go apply, take some notes, go, go take some action right now. Go DM her and tell her what was your favorite part of the episode. I mean, it means so much to her and it means so much to me that you're able to connect with different influencers within the vegan community. And that's the key. You have to connect with different people to be able to create that community. So go DM her right now. It takes two seconds. It delivers a lot of value. Thank you so much for being on the episode. Talk soon.